You are listening to Talk Hugged Dave, so people listening at home are gonna take You can off my keep headphones. your headphones on. They'll, it, it'll they'll, stretch. They'll come with you. What's funny because I I constantly am in a text thread with you guys arguing about movies and who has the bigger dong and. Uh, Important and, topics. And important topics. So it, it seems like I've I'm, lost I, that contest every time. We've talk, <laughs> every time we've argued about it. The movies. That's true. No, true. the dong. I know. I know. Uh, I yeah. Know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's funny. I was. But it's. It's like we. I always feel like we. We've been around each other. Yes. Daily, same. but. I think it's been uh, yeah. at least a month. I've realized, and it, it might just be the way that kind of my brain works or something, but I don't know if whatever sort of sensory perception exists whenever I'm around somebody physically versus when I'm texting them, I don't know if I'm able to differentiate it that much. So that's an interesting, so much anymore because I, the pandemic changed. I recently saw like a few of the friends like Brian and Mikey Huffstick, just some of our friends that I hadn't seen in years. And we've been in threads texting, and I just was like, I just feel like I just saw you. Right. This doesn't feel like this well, doesn't it's feel like I'm just seeing you for the first time in two years. So there's See, now this, fucked up with like this is a topic: the pandemic, um, quarantine, uh, technology, the way we're addicted to phones. It's definitely changed the way uh, like perception. It's kind of like it kind of reminds me in, in terms of the audiobook thing. It reminds me of there was a study done, uh, neurological study done that. It was actually contrary to what people had thought before, where your brain actually doesn't know the difference at all if you're reading a print book or listening to an audio book, if you're actively listening. Clever way to, Clever to, way to throw that the in company. there since we run an audio book <laughs> No, company. I know. It's one of my favorite things that, <laughs> that came out because I was like, ha-ha! Vindication. But, but, I, but that reminds me of that because it's like, if I'm texting you guys for an hour about movies... I'm in. I'm seeing your faces while I, you're saying something, right? And yeah. So I in my like. I don't know if my brain does know the difference. Is it weird that I'm always picturing you guys naked? That is <laughs> what I do. Yeah. 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 So whenever I see you guys and you have clothes on, I'm like, this isn't what I expected. This isn't what I'm used to. <laughs> oh, you've been zacked. But um, Sam, do you feel? I mean, like not having. <laughs> Not having seen me in a while, Sam. Well, you mm-hmm. saw he saw you and he saw me the baseball game, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's been like a month, maybe yeah, at or least something. A month, How yeah. did it feel when you just saw me? <laughs> I came a little. Did you? I mean, did it feel? Did it feel like you had just seen me recently, or did was there something oh, in your okay. head that like? No, no, no. I feel okay, so you're I able feel to differentiate. I'm able to differentiate a text message in a person. That's really good. I would say I would actually say that. See, that's all I am to you is like a blue bubble floating Sam, on a black screen. Sam, you are data to me. And <laughs> well, not the character. Like it's funny. You were actual, oh, that would be kind of cool. You're actual I mean, data to me. You're, you're right. zeros and ones. So you're More saying you're saying ones. that you're able to have strong relationships with people who are not there. Ah. That's an interesting. <laughs> You know, I had a feeling actually that that was the case. Well played. Yeah, well played. My yeah, but uh, yeah, it's funny because I would have assumed or wanted to argue for what Sam said, where I'm like, 
I'm all about the flesh, long live the flesh, like a Videodrome mm. kind of concept, right? Yeah. But uh, but I'm the same as you, where I definitely feel like I was with you guys earlier today or last mm. night. Or yeah. I mean, it does mean something. It's not like nothing. Right. You mm. know, but, the yeah, there's nothing that can replace the flesh. I guess all I can say is that I, I don't feel like it's been forever since I've seen you, even though it has. Mm -hmm. but that's the only thing I can claim. No, same. Yeah. Yeah. And so, especially since you're pretty text, you're pretty... Uh, voice text heavy, what, voice memo, whatever, right. when you send those. or, yeah. or mm -hmm. and, you, and you also I'm call often me. On the Sam road. doesn't call me, you call me. I call you. You don't yeah. call Dave? I call. No, I never call, call me anyone. By your name. <laughs> Sam doesn't call. Well, <laughs> I call you. Uh, recently, I've been on the road a lot, so I've been trying to do a little more calling hard to text but you've been you took your show you've been taking your show on the road i've been taking my show on the road i've oftentimes yeah. you know people have told me for years i should take my show on the road but, um, you, but are you calling because you have something particular that you need to like absolutely. resolve well, yeah usually, or is it just like hey how's it going no, i can't it's, it's, a, it's a work related thing yeah okay, it's, okay. yeah it always is right, he never asked you how you're doing pretty much well i mean <laughs> i think we get we get into that yeah. In the context of like the whatever the work call related thing is, we'll talk about other shit. But I literally, I I have actual like anxiety about just calling somebody for no reason. It's weird. Yeah, yeah it's, I can't it's do odd that. Now. And and yeah. when, whenever I've been like maybe like talking to somebody and they're like, I just rather like talk on the phone, like blah blah mm. whatever. And I'm like, about what? Like, what do we? I mean, that's great. You know, if we have a good conversation, that's great. But Maybe we won't and like well, I will say I it's, it's definitely jarring It's kind of like when somebody would like nowadays it probably won't happen as much But if someone just knocks on your door suddenly mm -hmm. Maybe you're naked. Maybe you're in the middle oh, of jerking God, yeah, off. Maybe you're like maybe too. your house is messy Yeah, something like that. It's kind yeah. of like the call is like you look down at your phone. You're like why would yeah. They well, yeah, it's, it's sort me? of a demand in a way It's a demand. It's like you yeah. you need to talk to me now. Yeah, absolutely yeah, as opposed to when do you have time? I think when it, this is a really weird Getting into kind of like anxieties and phobias, ridiculous ones too. But like when I, before I moved to Asheville, I thought I was going to be living around you guys all so close that you guys were just going to be knocking on my door at random times and stuff. Right. And I was like, God, I don't fucking want that to happen. And then we don't this do this is what we talked about with the Oh, yeah, we were just, we were just having this. We don't do that at all. No. Like, I like it's, I mean, me you guys have your own lives. I have. I mean, I want people to knock on my door sometimes now. Well, it's, nobody... it's funny that you bring this up. This was one of the topics I was going to bring up because when Sam came over to pick me up just now at the building, he said, oh, this is crazy because Jenna lives right there. Zach lives right there. Mm -hmm. Freddie lives here. Yeah, it's I just yeah. ran into Zach when I was going up the stairs and oh, it really? just made me made me think like, what? how weird is it that? Chris lives just next to his friends. That's crazy. Do you ever go knock on their well, door? Is, that's, that's <laughs> you probably I, do with Freddie. Well, this is what I was going to say is that it's interesting because, of course, we run into each other or we hang out in the front yard and stuff. But even in the same building, mm -hmm. none of us would ever just knock on each other's door. Yeah. I, th ah. I, think that, I think that nowadays, I think nowadays there's a certain, um, I don't know, etiquette or something that I don't, I don't know. It's just like, I mean, maybe... I'm trying to think. Yeah, back in the day, it was much more normal. Yeah, it was just more to pop normal. In. I and think also, you could pop in. Phones have changed everything. Texting yeah. wasn't. Well, I mean, it, it was. It's been something for the last ten years, but it wasn't as big of a thing, right? Maybe like Fre like Freddie and Zach and I and Jenna will see each other most days, at least for a hot second. But Freddie will text and be like, "Mind if I pop up real quick and give you this thing?" 
like you right. know, I got kids. You never, you in never a blow. Yeah, and he says this thing. It's his brown butthole, and it's like, <laughs> and so I don't know why it's brown. He should, I guess, because he's half Filipino. I don't know. I like that Sam just gave it a tiny chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> that was what he deemed that joke for. Whenever he sees Freddy's butthole, he gives it a tiny chuckle. <laughs> he actually nicknamed Freddy's butthole the tiny chuckle. <laughs> There's one that I really like a lot. Walmart sells soda water, uh-huh. but they put aspartame in it. And what there's that this, is that a sweetener? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like Diet yeah. Coke or whatever. Yeah, and they, they um, <clears throat> it's it's called pineapple coconut, and it's like the fucking greatest thing ever. And I feel guilty when I'm drinking <coughs> it, but it says zero calories on it and stuff, and right. it's amazing. But I don't know if it's probably toxic. I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. It tastes like candy a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever like first came up with the idea to sell soda water as like, you know, not something that just like bars buy, you know, but like just as something to easy drinking beverage to have around the house. Right. Whoever started doing that is a genius because it's mm. just, it costs nothing to make and they sell it for like, yeah, $10 I mean, it's like, exactly. it's literally water. I mean, with it a, is nothing, but I mean, it's that. not a, a new phenomenon because like when I, when I went to, you know, did the classic like Eurorail pass around Europe, like a lot of people do in their twenties. Oh, so cool! I'm very cool and cultured, <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> s- drinking soda water more than flat water, whatever. That's just like that's just that's just like you know par for the course in Europe. Yeah, like, well, that's you know. true. I mean, San Pellegrino drink a lot of been around soda water forever. There? I mean, yeah, over, the, over I, water I, water? I feel like I don't know what it's. I have no clue. You I, call it water water, soda water, <laughs> yeah. and water water. Well, no, I, I just feel like they drink more soda water. At least when I, I don't know what I remember. I feel like it. The, Drinking when you were there, they were drinking more soda water. <laughs> Do you think maybe like after yeah. you left, they're like, like, I mean, God, Perrier's been around for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, it's just like but, when you, I just feel like it's But there it's isn't sta- a coconut a Perrier. I feel like Americans jumped on the soda water kick like very late in the game is what I mean. Oh, I see. Okay. I, yeah, I yeah. Think, but yeah. we've, of course, Americanized it. Yeah, yeah. where it's like it's not just free blast 5,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, what I've been wondering <laughs> is, is La Crux, <laughs> is it anything more than a smell? Is it anything? It's more like than a this? natural. They put. You I wish know, I had is a there poster. A fl- there's, wish, there's an actual flavoring to it. I wish I had a poster. Is there? I wish I had a yeah, poster. Yeah, there's of Dave. A na- but it's not like real grapefruit juice or whatever, okay. or like real coconut water. I've just wondered if it was just a smell. I would. I would just like a poster of Dave, and it's Dave looking into the camera very seriously with his arms <laughs> crossed, it and it says, "Is Lacroix anything more than a smell?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, would it matter to you if it was? No, just I a mean, smell? I love it for I what mean, it is. It definitely yeah. has a flavoring. In okay. It, you know? Okay. I mean, I don't know how human biology works, but I'm pretty sure that if you taste something and smell it, like they're connected. I mean, it's, it's got a taste and a smell, right? Well, yeah. If yeah. it has a scent, it has a, a taste, mm-hmm. probably. Right. But, I mean, if you taste something, you're experiencing it just as much through your nose, you know, right? Right, so, that's, that's where taste... Yeah, but if right. I ate a carrot and I lit, like, a, a cinnamon <laughs> bun candle right next to it, <laughs> right. there's differences happening there. It's not that I'm When's eating anything cinnamon that? at right, all. That carrot has become a meal. Yeah, it's a dessert now. <laughs> it's a know. dessert <laughs> Dave, if you taught a philosophy course, it would be funny. You, like, walk in and the class is sitting there, you're like... If I ate a carrot <laughs> and I lit a cinnamon bun candle, is it a carrot? <laughs> Your or next is, essay. Or is it a cinnamon bun? Oh. Um, actually, the very, I don't know if this is interesting or not, but the very first night that I met your now love of your life, Becca Malucker, oh. 
Um, you had sex with her? Well, we did, and I hope that's okay. No, I. Uh, we were talking about the whole thing about onions. Onions and apples. I remember that. Oh, and, and, I remember And I was that. saying that Wasn't when that I, on the podcast or no? I don't know. Well, I was saying that when I was a kid, I saw that there was this assembly and they had like somebody go up on stage and they're like, said like, oh, you're going to bite into an apple. They blindfolded them and like made them close their nose. Right. And then they gave them an onion instead. And they were like, how's that apple? And, sh- and the person was like, it's okay. Because they couldn't. But then we tried, we try, we tried, we tried it. it that night. And oh, the consistency that- isn't even similar. Yeah. So this person, whoever was on stage was stupid. No, actually, I remember that. It was at Fulton Street. Becca got a little yeah. bit too drunk because it was the first time she met all of us. We tried the onion trick. Yeah. And, like, we all tried it, but I don't think it worked, maybe. Yeah, it didn't really work yeah. so well. But that's the, <laughs> that's the principle. But do, didn't we have, like, a high-life uh, experiment Oh, also? we did. Versus, well, I yeah. did it where I – and then I came out and I said they were all the same beer. Highlight right. versus Rolling Rock. And, yes. and your brother was very anti-Rolling Rock, but then he ended up saying, like – that he liked rolling like the best. <laughs> we did many beer taste tests at MG Road, and every single time across the board, High Life won. Oh, interesting. Uh, against Tecate, Paps, Blue Ribbon, and Rolling Rock. See, actually. I like my I like my Mexican imported beer. Yeah, mm. I like Labatt Blue. That's a sleeper. I feel like. Mm. I you know what I've been really into recently is uh, obvious. I, I like a bunch of those like uh, European. Uh, of course East, you do. Eastern European like lagers, yeah. but like Pilsner or Kell, but Peroni. So crisp. Mm. So easy. Good. You can get it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Not that expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 4.5. What does it got? 45 calories. Chris just Googled some European shit on the way over here. So <laughs> he could be like, you know, I'm really into this. European. Yeah, I was like the last time I was in <laughs> Europe, I was drinking soda water and Peronis. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Dave's over here eating carrots and lighting cinnamon bun candles. And I, like, that's what I do. It's a good little treat. It's a nice little treat. Dave, speaking of comedy. Yes. You have said it it you have said in the past <laughs> that you uh <laughs> you don't like comedy, even though you're a funny guy, you look funny. Oh you're you're one of my Would more- you say that most of my comedy comes from my looks? I would say that or or for my delivery. It's like the candle versus I the, would say that most of your comedy carrot. comes from your extra chromosome. Yeah. But <laughs> besides that, that's a retarded joke. Uh but uh that you don't actually like to watch comedy shows mm-hmm. but you are funny and you like comedy. Aww. Do you like stand up comedy? I do like stand up comedy. You, I, would you prefer stand up drama though? <laughs> I'm glad I, uh, you laughed at I, that. Sam, I, didn't, Sam didn't even smirk. I, uh, I, I yawned actually. Just <laughs> I, uh, he literally got sleepy at that terrible What the fuck would stand up drama be? <laughs> you just get up there and tell a sad story. I guess, yeah. it, I guess it would be just a monologue. Right? I guess so, yeah. You're like, the first time my father touched me was. <laughs> yeah, but so Dave, you don't like you don't like comedy shows. Yeah, I mean, he likes I, dramedies, but not straight. But comedies. stand-up comedy, you do like a stand-up comedy is different. It is, it is like an hour-long special where I can be just doing shit around the house and I'm laughing. And <laughs> well, do you really like it? If it- yeah, I mean, like because I don't have to pay attention to it, and it's just like <laughs> it's just hit hit you hard for for an hour or so, and then it's over. I don't have to I don't have to invest a season into this person doing their stand-up comedy. So like, I like specials. Um, the Bo Burnham one, we all loved it, right? But that was, was pretty dark and serious, though. Yeah, the that Bo, was that was. A, you didn't watch that? Well, that wasn't no. a stand-up. It that was, was just no, no. It, that was made that was after 1945. <laughs> so I, I, didn't I mean, watch but it. Bo, I will say, it, I don't know if it matters, but the Bo Burnham special was a very, very dark and depressing, dramatic, serious 
comedy special. Yeah, I mean, it was brilliant. Um, but It wasn't uh, straight comedy. I guess that would be a dramedy comedy special. Yeah, It well, was about his, like, depression. It was kind of like a parody of but there uh, was some, of like, drama. There, but there were some very sincere there words, were, but yeah. he but he had a levity to it the entire time. Of course, yeah. You, but I, mean, I guess that very, would, that, very but much. That's, so. that's the that's the definition of a dramedy. There's yeah, I mean levity. that could be the first dramedy special. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, like that, maybe. Yeah. Um, but no, whenever I'm sitting down, like I know that when people probably rank their funniest people that they've ever heard of, I'm up there. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm like right above like top yeah. three. No, <laughs> Chris isn't on anybody's list, but I, I'm top five funniest people anybody's ever heard of, and. Uh, <laughs> And but but the thing is, is like whenever I sit down with my food because I like to eat, you and like watch to sit things, down with your food. Yeah, I sit down <laughs> with it. And uh, at I the just dinner like to, table or I, no, I, no, at my at my uh, coffee table. OK. And uh, you actually drink coffee at your dinner table and you eat dinner at your <laughs> coffee table. <laughs> I, I just go cry. Mix it See, all up. That I don't joke, want the that joke that I just <laughs> said is an example of why I'm top three. <laughs> you're top five. I like to mix it up. I don't want anybody expecting like, oh, Dave's going to do the same old sit down and coffee, drink coffee at the coffee. <laughs> coffee table i mix it up so um but uh but no when i sit down i want to just like there whatever drama that i'm watching thriller sci-fi not the wire i'm no um i'm like invested in the story and i want to turn it on because i'm interested in what's happening next and if it if it's just like a uh, an, uh, a, an episodic episodic is not serialized. They're the opposite, right? right? Opposite, if, yeah. if it's an episodic thing where I'm just like, oh, I can turn this on right now and somebody's going to like say some goofy things. Like I'm just not as interested as I am in figuring out who killed Mayor of Easttown. Right. Durder murder. Murder. Uh, actually, I thought that one was only okay. I, I, thought, think Cl- I thought clickbait was really good. I think I, Mar- I, think, I thought Mayor of Easttown was by the end like kind of kind of silly. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. It was just it was just such yeah. like a this it was this thing of like I'm so tired. of It these, was the same thing as the Hugh Grant one. I'm it was so like, tired of these well made, well acted shows that are just a little bland. Like I mean, she was amazing in it. But this but, is what I would argue is yeah. that you know you know. Comedy is definitely one of the hardest things to write when it to be successful in that anybody can be like, here's how it starts. There's a murder. Here are the characters. <laughs> Let's figure it. It's just like how many times. But to I make agree. but to make a show genuinely entertaining when it has to be funny the whole time and it's not about just seeing what happens it's like mm-hmm. the moments themselves have value i think that's like it, obviously it's just like an unfair argument for comedy but well not just not just mystery stuff but here's a good one the oa that's just a mind-blowing that's you don't know science fiction what right? the fuck yeah but it's I've just it's interesting that. you don't know what's gonna ha- oh you still haven't seen it i've never seen that yeah interesting. i've seen the sound of your voice that movie oh, yeah. that has i mean it's like the same actors, but isn't it but, but isn't it like a, about a cult is that right or like thinking no. thinking something's real but maybe it's not real or not real. really you'd have to okay. watch it it's not it's not about a cult there's no shaming so you must be a big fan of m night Shyamalan. <laughs> <laughs> actually one of His the early things stuff, that, one of yeah. the things that everyone knows about dave is he loves the talented mr ripley <laughs> well actually talented mr ripley the best m night Shyamalan movie mm-hmm. <laughs> i really like what he did with that movie yeah because at the end matt damon was edward norton the whole time <laughs> <laughs> that's very true yeah. they're like you're so talented <laughs> it's like you really pulled off edward norton <laughs> like there's um, a twit like you like twists or you I like to, to find out. I like to be engaged throughout the entire... I, I like to have something pulling me through to the end. Yeah, but I, everyone can be engaged. I think that's 
You, know, you, you would everyone say, likes that. You put the gay in engage. <laughs> and that is yet again in another Star Trek, example engage. of why I'm top three. No, see. <laughs> you're top three, but you're about to be canceled. And then I will I will I will scoot up a little bit. So you're gonna after be after you're canceled, I will I will be right on your uh, coattails. After I'm canceled, then you uh-huh. will rise like a phoenix out of the woke ashes and I take will my be. Spot. And and I and I'll say things like, you know, I thought I knew him. Right, but I, I guess I really, I guess right. I never really It's like, did. I'm James Franco and you're Seth yeah. Rogen. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, you know, he was always, seemed like a nice guy. He seemed but like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, what's uh, what's next on the topics? Oh, topics? Yeah. Robocop. <laughs> Oh, uh, RoboCop. No. Is it good? <laughs> no, I don't even remember. I don't know why, but on the topics list for This actually does make a topic list. But every, it, well, this time I really, well... You can't ever really find it, you, you have to look on your phone God to find the two Well, topics. I have the phone number here somewhere. <laughs> it says RoboCops, plural. <laughs> good or bad? I don't even know what that And means. I think that has something to do with our uh, the porch conversation we had. And then, and then that segues into um, Dave's internet girlfriend in Canada that we haven't met. Dave, actually, no. <laughs> jo- jo- uh, jokes aside, and then I know there's a lot of jokes on this show, but we try to <laughs> we try to be serious. Um, how how has I know you're the only single one? How has dating life been going for you recently? And it, you don't have to talk about it, but if you want to talk about it, you mm-hmm. can talk about it. Oh, thank you, Mister <laughs> Therapist. Um, I mean, it's been fine. I, I've. Uh, um, been uh just been a summer on dating apps and stuff and gone on dates and we talked about this in the last episode i think that's why people probably want an update yeah yeah i mean the same it's the same i'm not gonna see you're trying to fish to make me give some specifics but i don't know that that's gonna happen (laughs) (laughs) um because i'm a a gentleman but there is a girl that you like recently and we won't go into names or anything jesus I mean, there's just so so. Here's the thing uh, on on certain apps. Here's the thing. Is the here's term. the thing on certain <laughs> apps. What I don't know if this happens the same for females that are on apps like Hinge and stuff, but what women will do sometimes, maybe men as well. Let me tell you the thing about women. <laughs> what they do. Um, I'll match with somebody and I'll be like, where? I'll just think like, where the fuck were you? Like, you seem like perfect. You seem like awesome and everything and i'm just thinking like i guess they just got out of a relationship or they just got on the profile they just yeah yeah maybe they just made it they're like i'm finally gonna try this and i talk with them just like for a very little bit and i'm just like well do you you know like do you maybe ever want to get a drink or something like that and she's like i would love to here's the problem i live in california right and wait so does this girl that we cannot discuss uh, her name? Does she live in California? I've never asked you that. <laughs> where is this? I know that you're. you're I'm not. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say where this person okay, lives. Okay, she doesn't live in North Carolina. It doesn't live in North Carolina. Gotcha. And so, because remember, Russ. And Russ doesn't mind. He said. He said he doesn't care if we talk about it. We're not doxing anybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, similar situation. Met a girl in a dating app. Lived in another state. Yeah. Thought this will never work out. Boom. They're engaged. No, to and be then, married. yeah, and it worked. But it's just. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting thing, but it presents issues where uh, <clears throat> sometimes people don't end up moving to the town that they say they're going to. And right. so what I did this time, and we're going to cut this off really quick. Sure we are. But <laughs> I'll be the judge what I did, th- what I What I did with this person that I matched that seems like a very, very nice person um, is she wasn't coming here for like a month. And I said, I don't know if this is rude or not. I hope it's not. I hope you don't take this the wrong way. But what if we pause the conversation kind of till you get into kind of like don't ruin it. Yeah. Let's like pause it until you get into town. If you get into town, then, you know, 
um, then we'll meet up and see what happens. But this, right. the problem is if you talk to somebody for like a month, you're having great conversations and you meet him in real life. And it's not. Well, remember, what, this was like one of our main topics yeah. last episode. We yeah. talked about yeah. it could you could ruin it. Yeah, yeah like yeah. if it's not what you expected, then it's just like a thing of like, oh fuck, there's already, too much buildup. I've already been talking to this person so long, I can't just be like later. So well, even more than that, it's like you might ruin something that could have been amazing just because it's like you talk too much without ever seeing them, right? Or, I don't know about that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's. What did we, would there, we, we got to a point though where we were, I guess I said last time like maybe a good thing I've never done dating apps really but talk, you said you only use grinder still well I use grinder but only for sexual reasons not to <laughs> it's date, not for, not not for relationships okay. so whenever yeah, I yeah. use grinder I'll like meet a large man <laughs> and I'll say uh before we really ruin this let's have gay sex and then you know but uh, no, jokes aside, you know I'm not going to dox any of my grinder bros. But uh, um, but yeah, so the last episode we were saying that you were like kind of talking about the issues you've had with like maybe talking to somebody too long. But this, yeah. this time you kind of put down a little rule, right? I tried. Yeah, I've, yeah. Tr- I've tried to. Yeah. And did, it, w- did it work? You think? <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I think it's. I think it's okay. I mean, we. Um, last thing I'll say, and then we really are going to get off this topic. I said, what about if we just. Maybe it's too personal. But I said, maybe if, what if we just like have like a Spotify join playlist and we add songs to Interesting. it? Interesting. Okay. Do you know so how? So you communicate through music. Kind of. I mean, yeah. And the first song you added was Yes, Man, Bondi. I was like, if you really want to understand me as a person, understand that Bare Naked Ladies is the first song that I'm putting on here. This is what I want you to know about. Yes, Man. Um, but so far, our playlist is six hours and 23 minutes. Whoa. So that's it. Okay. And then cut, mostly rap rock. Cut, cut the topic. Okay. I'm cutting the topic, yeah. but I'll just say if that ain't romance, I don't know yeah, what um, I'm doing on Grinder. <laughs> I am not doing that. Like a hundred percent. Sam, what do you think about that? Uh. <laughs> Good. Good stuff. <laughs> so the last thing I'll say, and then we're cutting the topic for sure is, uh, I'm not going to answer anything else. You're not? Uh, probably not. How do you feel? Attacked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's the thing. Uh, topic. Sam, what was it that you had brought as an anecdote that you wanted to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Wait. You said tattoos and drive, what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Dave just looked at me and he pointed to his arm and it looked like oh, he yeah. said, well, he Dave had his car. Tattoos Dave, and drive. Oh, Dave lost his car. Dave, but wait, wait, what were we talking about that was so organic? It was like, <laughs> oh, Dave, Dave, no. <laughs> Dave, didn't you, uh, you ever, did you get your car back? What do you mean? <laughs> you don't have to, we don't have to make it like a secret thing. Just say, just say. See what Chris is supposed to do. I'm not supposed to do no. anything. Nope. Host of the show. As supposed it's to not the Letterman show. eloquently lead us <laughs> seamlessly from Dave topic just, to Dave topic. Dave just pointed to his arm. He goes, tattoo drive. <laughs> and he whispered it. I was like, what? And he was like, <laughs> you <laughs> just want me to bring up that you got your car back. But you can just say it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> we, 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 there's topics, and Chris is supposed to go into topics. But Dave's it, over here doing like 20 questions. Or like, <laughs> he's doing like charades. He like brought out a poster from the CGI movie Cars, and he's like, this, this thing right here. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Uh, 
Um, anyway, but the so, last time we talked, yeah. you got your car was stolen, but you had just gotten it back. Yeah, thanks for asking. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, like about maybe like two months ago or something, I uh, I I work at a hotel. I still do for anybody for anybody who's been listening <laughs> for to this, who's been listening to this, this for podcast seven over the years, and they're like, oh god, I remember when Dave used to work at a hotel. He's definitely moved up since then. I haven't. Mm. You still work on the weekends. No, yeah, I do. Yeah, you I do. still work. I work tonight. Yeah. Um, anyway, and I drove there, and uh, it was time for me to get off work. I went outside to get in my car, and my I didn't see my car, and um, but I thought I'm going crazy. I literally walked around the parking lot twice, just because I was like, I'm just tired. Um, my car is somewhere, and it wasn't. It wasn't anywhere, and uh, so then I called the cops. Um, and I made like a report that my car had gotten stolen and I still felt like, and this is the Ford Fiesta for uh, everyone listening. Mm -hmm. It used to be my car. It was the car you, you sold to me and, and, um, but, uh, yeah. And so it was, it was, it was missing. I called the insurance company and everything. And, um, what had happened was that you found a, you found a lot of drugs in there. Well, um, so I, Accident. So I drove the car and I didn't lock the door, uh, which was the first bad thing that I did. I didn't lock the door, but I didn't have anything valuable but except, in there. except the, the keys, keys of the car. Except for the car I'm keys. I'm getting there. And, and, <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I, I didn't think I had anything valuable in there, but I realized later after it got taken, I was like, oh shit, there was a time where I used my spare key to drive here because I couldn't find my other keys. And I left it in the glove box. Which so is basically a, which is what a that person mistake. It kind of is, but that person it wasn't like you were stashing it in there because you thought you were being clever. You had forgotten. Yeah, I forgot there. about it. But the, whoever uh, the person was that got it must have just opened the door and been like, "What an idiot!" Sat down, opened the like, glove box, and be like, "Oh my god, this person's so stupid!" Like, yeah. and so they took it. And but the insurance company does not know that I had the doors unlocked or the keys in there or anything. So. Oh, no, um, we got to dig a quick commercial break. This episode brought to you by Geico. Geico, <laughs> change your insurance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, they're our sponsor. I hope they don't listen to the oh, show. Oh, no. Yeah, don't use Geico, but also, yay, Geico. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then, like, two weeks went by, and everybody kept saying, like, oh, you got your car stolen. It's gone. Like, they chopped right. it up. But, like, the Did car- the cops even say that, too? Uh, or just friends. No, I don't right. think the cops are going to be that dark. Right. But, but oh, uh, was that that was a general understanding. It's like the, that scene in Lebowski, right? When the cop laughs at him about leads. Yeah. Leads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, don't you have any leads? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> He's yeah. like, leads. Um, but anyway, two weeks later, I got a call back saying, like, we found your car. <laughs> um, it's at a tow company. And, How'd they find it again? Uh, they pulled somebody over that was driving it. So they didn't just, like, leave it sitting somewhere they were driving it around and oh, like okay and and the reason the the probably the the best takeaway from this story is the reason i'm almost positive that they got pulled over was because i had an expired tag oh, okay yeah so so if i would have gotten if you that, would have been type a and responsible if i would have gotten, gotten, gotten that your tag back. updated yeah. back, uh, updated yeah. that person wouldn't have got pulled over probably and i got the car back because of it so if anybody's looking at their car right now it's a little bit out of date maybe a year maybe two <laughs> out of date just think about the fact that you could get it stolen and that's a good way to but get here, it back. but here's an, mm-hmm. another way to look at it too is that you are mr even steven because you're very type B, just like me. That's something that would happen to me too. You're so type B that you forgot you left your spare key in the glove compartment. Mm-hmm. Oops. 
But mm-hmm. then, boom, your Type B saves the day. There we go. Right? And then yeah. you, you didn't update your tags, you get the car back. It's like slipping on a banana pill and landing on a... A banana bunch. A bunch of bananas. A bunch of bananas that break your fall. And you're really hungry, so that's <laughs> yeah. what you want. You, you have a full parfait. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, when they pulled her over, they were like, yeah, there was, like, tons of drugs in your car and baggies. Was she an older and, woman, younger woman? I don't know. They didn't really tell me. But um, Wouldn't it be funny if the girl that you have been seeing on Tinder that may or may not exist is that woman? That would be interesting. That's how she knows who you are. Yeah, that'd be, re- huh. that'd be a really serendipitous. It's a catfish situation. Yeah. Hmm. But uh, I found baggies and stuff in the car when I went to get in. You know what stuff. I never oh, asked wow. you, though? You got the car back. Mm-hmm. The whole insurance situation, they were sending me checks. They were sending you checks. Is the car paid for and you got it back or you still have a rental? I actually never even looked in the uh, I've got the car back, but they didn't, like, <clears throat> they didn't do all the things they were supposed to. And, and that's another thing. When um, This is another topic we can change because it's stupid. But, like, uh, whenever you get your car stolen and you have full coverage— and something's wrong with it. You can be like, I didn't know about that. That was always broken or something. Right. They have no way of proving that. So I definitely went in there and I was like, hey, it was perfect when I had it before. So they, you're like, this was a Ferrari when I <laughs> lost it, but now it's a Ford I was Fiesta. like, it was a Lamborghini. <laughs> now it's a different car. Yeah. Um, but uh, so they were supposed to. They were supposed to fix things that they didn't fix. But then they decided. Uh, they, but then they, they called your bluff. It. But then also yeah. Geico was so angry for having. Uh, having to cover so many things over the years, me and Dave, that they dropped full coverage. Yeah, they won't let so, me do like, full they, coverage. I got anymore. a letter that was like, it literally said, we will no longer cover this car. And then it said <laughs> reason, it says failure to take care of your fucking car. <laughs> like literally, it basically said that. It was so funny. But it's funny because it wasn't just Dave's fault. It was like me and Danny did like a bunch of similar things. And then Dave did a bunch of You guys of stuff. used to rob banks, right? Well, we robbed the banks. Yeah. But uh, I don't have a joke. <laughs> I love how you, you use the insurance and they're like, yeah, you used it. So. <laughs> I know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, they're like, how they're dare like, you? We use will no the thing longer cover this car. For. Reason, you used your insurance. Does medical insurance, <laughs> like health insurance, work the same way? They're like, you're too sick. Well, I mean, it is like well, they won't cover you if you have too many pre-existing conditions yeah. it's kind of well like yeah, i mean if you don't have obamacare yeah yeah can yeah. i just tell you something very dark but very realistic about what happened in my childhood i used to my dad super conservative very pro-life it, interesting i guess to bring up in light of what's going on in texas right now but um my dad had this bumper sticker it wasn't even a bumper sticker it was like a fucking it was like a poster. poster. Yeah. It was like a poster that was on our car. It literally probably wasn't meant to be a bumper sticker. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It was huge. And it was on this van alongside Was it all, the classic van that, al- from when I was a kid or a different van? Uh I think no. You probably yeah, knew, the knew the my red dad. One, the reddish with yeah, the yeah, brown yeah, sides. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly that one. Um and he had like all the Jesus is Lord and all the normal conservative whatever. But it was this big, like fucking like I don't know, 12, 12 by 12, by 12 yeah. like a uh, poster of an aborted baby's head <laughs> with like tongs being picked up. Oh my God. And it was like, it was on the back of the thing. Like we, like when I went to school, when my dad went any to the grocery store, that was on there. And I was uh. just a kid trying to be like a normal person. That Some shit kids was like, on hey, there. Dave, you want to come skateboard with us on Wednesday? And you're like, yeah, sure, that'd be great. And then, like, your dad pulls up and he's like, uh, actually, I got to go to the beach with my family that week. And you're like, why? What happened? 
happen? And then like, you, like, you like see your dad's car, you're like, God damn it. <laughs> oh, God, shock value. Like, just... <sighs> Yeah, so I grew up with that. That was <laughs> that was like three years of my fucking life. Oh wow! So at what age group yeah. would you have been? Like what uh, nine, nine, nine okay. through eleven, maybe. Damn. Yeah, I mean that's like that's like prime like skater years, right. you know, yeah. like. Alternative, alternative like, music. I'm but just that's like, like when we were young. That's yeah. why you had often said. You know, pretty pretty openly that I wish I they, was that baby. Well, on, you would on. say I don't want to waste my time. Being yeah, another casualty of society. <laughs> you know, you don't want to fall in line. <laughs> you know. Well, I mean, did your dad know at that time that you were um, like a heathen, or uh, I guess when you were nine, you weren't a heathen yet. I think he had his. I think he had his 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 suspicions. Well, it's because right. he would like come out in the middle of the night, and you would be jerking off to that poster, <laughs> <laughs> and he would be like, "Now, David." <laughs> I think my dad oh, throughout Jesus my life Christ. would get little indications and probably kind of wonder if I was the the child from the omen. Right, Because like, right. he de- definitely, he would always say, I raised you differently. Yeah. Would, would you go to Sunday school? Yeah. I mean, I had to. You had to. Yeah, yeah, yeah you had yeah. to. See, I was raised in the Catholic Church. I was like the president of my You just group. got touched. But Catholics were, yeah, we got no, touched. No, that's easier. We all got that's, that's, Catholics, that's I was easier. just explaining this to Danny. The Catholics have it made in the shade. Because, for example, you take your classic, like, uh, um, uh, Italian-American family who's, like, strict Roman Catholic. They go to church on Sundays every holiday. They're like, they're like the Lamb of the God is the blood of the everlasting life. And they get out of the church like, you see that girl's fucking titties. <laughs> you know, like, it's just like they're separate. They're like, you're like, you go to church and you meet it. You keep up mm-hmm. with the Joneses. But you don't go home. It's a cultural thing. It's cultural. Yeah, yeah. You don't like you don't go home and you're like, my personal relationship with Jesus Christ is so strong. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like not the same thing. But the Pentecostal. So hypocrites, like, you're saying, is what yeah, you I mean, guys, yeah, you thank God. Thank okay. God, hypocrites. Yeah. <laughs> just like, it's like people, it's like, pe- like you know, like fair as, what do they call it? Fair weather Jews or whatever. It's like people who. You grow, and now you, you want to talk about Jews. Well, you know, what, 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 <laughs> what will you not? No, I'm saying all my friends that are Jewish, culturally Jewish, they, you know, they had Pat, they like celebrate Passover or Seder, but mm-hmm. it's not like they're like at home, like whipping themselves. It's and you're just, like one of those people that's like, hey, I have friends that are Jews. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying you, you can have like a religious upbringing without it being like a, uh, you know, a, yeah. a, a, a cultish or whatever. I or, went to, I, I remember know. going to a christening for my niece once at a Catholic church. Yeah. Because that's what christenings, baptisms, they're Protestant versus Christening with a K is what they call it. That's right. And and afterwards, they had just like a big cooler of beer, and I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Right. Because that was— You get hammered in a Catholic church. Yeah, that was The Irish, you know, the Irish Catholics, you know, they're— Yeah. It's definitely cooler than Protestants, for sure. Look at the Sopranos. Good example. You know? Yeah. Oh, they're all Catholic. They're all Catholic. That's interesting. Yeah. And then they kill people. Yeah, That's... they kill people. That's how I grew up. We kill Total people. Fucking hypocrites. We go to Us church. We kill people. We live. We live by our creed, our Apollo creed. Yeah, you guys live by your Apollo creed. Yeah. You guys are like, if you don't have a poster of a, a severed head on the back of your car, you're not a Christian. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, th- I mean, that was why Catholics were killing Protestants for so long because, because the whole thing with being that's Pro- why I was killing them. <laughs> <laughs> because Protestants were saying like, they were just annoying. I, I don't need. I don't need an intermediate mm. to communicate with God. I can communicate with Him directly, and that was oh, Protestants black. were saying that. Yeah, that well, was that was. Uh, not, that was new. Well, the whole Reformation thing, like, yeah. Yeah, that was a really happen. big deal. So that that was a threat. Like Martin yeah. Luther and to all the them Catholic were like, Church. oh, we don't need to like pay money for penance or we don't need to like go to confession. Yeah, I can, buy our relatives I can, out of purgatory. Exactly. That crazy old shit. They would communicate with Jesus 
or God by themselves, but then they took it very far and they're like, well, you know, not to criticize anybody. We have a lot of Christian listeners. Oh, Protestants have <laughs> completely monetized religion. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Way. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what's interesting, uh, um, because I asked you about Sunday school, because I did go to Sunday school sometimes growing up, although my parents were completely... Wait, you were... Were your parents you did, atheist or the... Yeah, I mean, they did You didn't. just asked me if I went, and I was going to say, like... I didn't have a choice. Like, right, you didn't have a I choice. Did. Yeah, no, but did I did have a choice. But was it, it like me where it was more like just a cultural thing? It was social. Go, it was yeah, just yeah, like social. I had friends who were would go to a church, and and so it was just a way to hang out with my friends. Exactly. Mm. And I would do like, and there was even, you know, All like Young Life, like those sort of Young Life groups. You know, I would go to Young Life. Were you guys like Presbyterian? Not all the time. No, I mean, my family wasn't religious at but all. But Young Life is a Protestant thing, so I was just wondering if, like... Well, the churches I was going to were Protestant. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, were they the type and of churches that they had the band on stage and they were like, Glory to Jesus? No, 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 no okay. nothing like that. Young Life, those I remember... Are the, those are the white Protestants, uh, like, churches that I went but, to. It was yeah, just, like, yeah. crazy That's worship, a little bit like, more serious than these. Yeah, I mean... You put yeah, your hands in Young the Life, like, you don't care. Like, I, I play guitar and, like, Ooh. you know, stuff. And so, like, I would go to Young Life and, like, play music. You know, even yeah. though I couldn't care less about... You knew some Christian... There, there's yeah. a lot of hot girls at Young Life. It, well, it's definitely a way to meet girls. Wait, it, did you know some totally. Christian uh, sing-along songs? No, no, no. We would play, like, Indigo Girls and, you know... Oh, yeah, at yeah. church? Well, it wasn't at church. It was more like retreats. I and, remember, you know, so Shelby like, High, Dave, I don't know if Cress had yeah. it, but just to add to Sam's narrative, Shelby High had a Young Life thing, and I remember I'd never heard of it being Catholic, and once a month a bunch of the kids who were in young life would go from shelby high to like a a, a weekend retreat or something and like pretty much like get in cabins and like have like a fun yeah yeah it was, it like, was they, like they would literally party and like do drugs and like drink and you yeah. say your involvement with it had nothing to do with like religion you just heard the word young and like, yeah you, i would you be wanted, like i would be like oh i'm a catholic so young is what i'm going for <laughs> <laughs> no but the the funny thing my one uh, memory, I guess, the funniest memory about going to Sunday school. Well, there was this concept of well, there's I'm two. Just imagine, you go of all the funny memories I have <laughs> going to Sunday. Here's the funniest. Well, there's one. Well, there's like this whole concept of like lock-ins. Oh, oh yeah, I remember lock-ins, yeah, right? Yeah. Which yeah. was like I never experienced that outside of the church, which is just like kind of funny in retrospect that there's weird. this. Yeah, where you're li- you can't go outside like you are locked. In. It's as if there's a hurricane outside, a tornado warning and like you will die if you walk, you know, they lock the door. You can't go outside. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, you're in some insane. like weird gymnasium or basement. And you're sleeping Maybe with like a kid- hundred kids. Yeah. As kids, we never knew very... how insidious. So, this yeah, I mean, was. I mean, nothing ever weird happened. I'm just like in retrospect. Wow, strange. <clears throat> but the other thing is, uh, is I remember very distinctly um taking a quiz one day, literal like pencil and paper quiz in Sunday school. And it was, and the questions were like this. Um, I like books. My favorite kind of book is, you know, and then it would multiple choice. Mm-hmm. A would be uh, the Bible. <laughs> B would be, you know, like, um, comic yeah, comic books. C would be, you know, uh, a wrinkle in time, right? Huh. D-, D would oh, be- a specific title. <laughs> it goes from genres to it. Well, the Bible is a specific. The Bible is one book. Or, is, yeah. I, I mean, I am just kind of, but I mean, the basic story is, is, is true. And, you know, D would be Stephen King. 
Right. right? It's like if you pick Stephen King. <laughs> yeah. So there's an obvious, you know, it's like taking a Cosmo quiz. Like, you know <laughs> th- what the answers yeah. mean. You, you see know? the one kid who likes horror, like he answered Stephen King and the, all these guys <laughs> come in and just pick him up. He's like, and so take him out of the room. You never see him again. Yeah, so that, that that's like the book question. Right. Because like, yeah, in the 80s. You know, there was all this uh, fear about, you know, books. Uh, the occult. Yeah, and like D&D, right? They had oh, a big issue shit. with Satan, right? Satanism exactly. was so big was in like, so I guess, big. the 90s or 80s. And people or took it really like seriously. 70, late 70s, 80s. Yeah, yeah, D&D completely changed their marketing because D&D to get did? away. Yes, to get away from the Satan stuff. That's interesting. Yeah. I actually had um, something called, it was this like radio drama show called Adventures in Odyssey. That I used to listen to. You know what it is? No, no, no. Okay. That I used to listen to when I was growing up. And it was kind of a weird sci-fi thing because it would have like this, like, like the imagination station or something where like people would be able to go back in time and then like visit like Bible times. Yeah. Um, but I just remember one show. The only thing that I knew about Dungeons and Dragons for 20 years, maybe yeah. until semi-recently <laughs> Um was the episode was about this kid who was like uh, just playing this board game or something. He was just like, oh, whatever. But by the end of the show, there's like they're outside and there's lightning striking and they they have swords. Yeah. And they're like they're fighting each other. And I just remember the kid going, this is real. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and that was, so, so what the show was trying to do is trying to make it seem like it was a gateway drug right. to the occult. Well, that's or what they to, thought. Or to sword fighting outside while it's thundering, <laughs> which is very real. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, the original edition had tons of references to the occult, and they mm. used a lot of the existing occult, you know, that uh, <clears throat> sort of just like myths, yeah. right in 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 the books. And then they had Incantations? to just they had to pull all that stuff completely, oh, you, you know, can, and make yeah. it more fantastical. They got oh, okay. Yeah. That's um, kind of bullshit because it's a badass detail. Yeah. Do they have them back. And I mean, again? it was all based. Oh, you would say spells and shit. But yeah. do they, do they well, have they them back now? Um, well, I mean, obviously, there's like devils and demons, and you know, there's like you can go to literal hell, and um, you know, which is like a plane. Why didn't you ever take us to hell when we were playing? Sorry, we, well, didn't, we didn't even get. You have that to get far. like beyond second level. You just like <laughs> instantly die if you just. I want to go to hell right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, there actually is a well. Anyway, um, but <laughs> some of the other questions in the in the in the uh, quiz were like, you know, so they covered the books, right? And then of course they have to uh, ask about music. And so, you know, they would say, what, what's your favorite music? You know, like uh, a, a hymn, right, from the Bible or, uh, you know, Elton John, I guess. <laughs> Maybe they asked or, <laughs> or like, uh, you know, uh, why am I thinking like Prince? Uh, but but, uh, but only, just, yeah, just like gay only homosexual artists. But I, I remember. <laughs> what if? What if- what if they out of all the four there were only homosexual artists? You're like Freddie Mercury, Prince, Elton John. <laughs> no, but, but what if they only gave you that. The I, I remember and then the last one. They're like Bruce Springsteen, the only straight guy. <laughs> I remember that the last two were heavy metal. You know, because like you have Metallica and like all the hair bands. Oh, right? it's like that's the devil. So, but then there's black metal, which I mm. think maybe even they were a little confused about. If that is an actual thing, I mean, there's I'm, no I, Protestant that knows what the fuck black metal. Yeah, I know, is. I know. Yeah, or like a, 
pretty yeah. sure anyway. And then and then and then the other question I remember was like, what are your favorite hobbies? And this was specifically directed at role playing games. So like <laughs> the first hobby was like reading the Bible, and the second, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the second hobby is like Monopoly, and third hobby is like riding <laughs> my bikes, your hobby. riding my bikes with friends, and then the fourth is like pretending I'm a devil. And, <laughs> what know? the fuck? You're like you're like it's like it's like. Riding my bike, Monopoly, reading the Bible. It's like murdering the local children. <laughs> I'm just imagining the person who just like carries on this hobby from childhood to adulthood and they're like married and then like they're coming from work and the wife's like, so like I need a little bit of attention. Like we have some chores. And he's like, no, I got to do my hobby. He's playing Monopoly. He's just really fucking it, but he's like playing by himself or something. And then there's the guy like Sam. His hobby is like finding baby lambs and like skinning them and putting them on the wall and just like saving. <laughs> but it was funny because at the time, I, I you know, I don't know. I, the, as a kid, I really liked Stephen King. Mm -hmm. um, I Like a lot of kids. Yeah. yeah, a lot of kids, I'm sure, right? I mean, around then, mid-80s, late-80s, like Stephen King is fucking huge. He's on fire yeah. at that time. Yeah. Um, like oh. it was one of my favorite books, right? And, <clears throat> you know, and I, I listened to Metallica and I played D&D. &D. And so, like, I... You know, my answer choices were all like the. <laughs> Did the, you lie or you answered correctly? No, I answered correctly, and they never let me back. <laughs> oh, really? Huh. I'm kidding. They. Oh, okay. Yeah. And to this day, your hobby is still Monopoly. Is so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> a girl's like, "So, what are you into?" You're like, "Yeah, you know, I like to work out. I like to play a lot of Monopoly. Uh, recently, I've been really getting into the thimble. It's like fucking crazy." This <laughs> Monopoly hobby. <laughs> <laughs> oh god like a monopoly addict or something she's like you blew our entire fortune on monopoly <laughs> do you remember that guy who do you remember that that you remember that author who wrote us and he was like i wrote a book oh, on, on how to play monopoly yeah. and i was like oh that's cool and he's like do you want to make this into an audiobook and i was like I mean, we could produce this for for you as an audio book, and, he and then was, you gave him a price. Well, or then something. I gave him a price. I was yeah. like, because you know, we are a are, you know publishers hire us, like large publishers hire us to produce their books. Like university, we make audio books for like actual things. And he was like, "Wait, I gotta pay you to make my audio book." <laughs> and I was like, "No, we're not a publisher. We're a recording he studio." We were like seeking him in out. this situation, and then he goes. <laughs> He was like, oh, no, 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 no. He literally <laughs> wrote the words, no, no, no. And then he said, and then like a week passed and he wrote me and he goes, oh, by the way, just so you know, if I ever found out you stole my manuscript and you published my Monopoly, how to play Monopoly, Monopoly audiobook without my consent, I will sue the fuck out of you. And I was like, it's the most random book ever. I'm just imagining me, I'm just imagining me and Chris being like, how can we get the rights to the Monopoly I was like, book? what if, okay, listen, Dave, I know this is crazy, but if you want to make our fortune, I am sick of not being the guy that acquires wealth. We steal the how to play Monopoly manuscript we produced it anyway he never finds out you and i rake in the millions <laughs> i'm like but he said he would sue you're like he's full of shit i go fuck it bring it on he can do it uh, how to play he's the same guy who probably came up with that questionnaire for sam in the 80s <laughs> he's like what's your number one hobby is it play monopoly uh, i hope it's monopoly i love monopoly <laughs>